Welcome everyone. Bienvenidos a todos. This is Latina Hot Wife Adventures, an ethical non-monogamy podcast. This podcast contains adult explicit content meant for anyone 18 years of age or older. Please use discretion while listening. This podcast expresses my personal experiences and opinions and is not meant to be taken as medical, sexual, or any other type of professional facts or advice. I truly hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode two of Latina Hot Wife Adventures, an ethical non-monogamy podcast. First, I want to take the time to thank everyone that listened to episode one. And especially if you listened the whole way through, because I went back and listened to it and damn, it was long and excruciating to listen to. I realized that um, I jumped around a lot. And I say, you know, a lot, you know, like that, you know, <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's just when I speak to somebody in person, it's a way for me to check to make sure that they're following what I'm saying, you know, to see, there I go to, to make sure that they are picking up what I'm putting down. And it doesn't really translate over recording versus in person. Because when I say, you know, I do the eye contact and nod my, nod my head as I'm saying it. So I'm going to try not to say, you know, as much. I'm sure I still will. But I'll try. I'll try to. Yeah, it was just bugging me. I heard it over and over like every other sentence. And if it's bugging me then I'm sure it's bugging other people. So I will try. I promise, promise to try. Um, But thank you. If you listen to the first episode and listening to the second episode, or if you're listening to the second episode for the first time, there's an introduction in how on myself and our lifestyle and how we got started in, in episode one. So I will, I'm going to try not to repeat myself. That's why it was kind of long. I try to get all the intros and all the basic information down so I wouldn't have to say it again. But there's still a lot of details that I want to get into. And I will as I podcast along the way. Um, I do have a few other clarifications a few clarifications to make regarding the first podcast. Um, I was talking about um, how we started our marriage the first few years. And um, I said that, you know, I was talking about the sex and the sex was good before we got married. And then that the first year was, was very hard and I hated him and I thought I made a mistake and it was stressful and all that stuff. And then as time went on and throughout our marriage, our sex 
kind of went into the routine type of thing and then it got better. But I never mentioned really our love or at least my love for him. Um, like I this is from my point of view. Um, I obviously I loved him before we got married because that's the reason why I chose to marry him. And that first year I did love him, but our, I don't know, it, our relationship, our marriage was not what I had expected in the beginning. And it was very, it was very challenging. It was very hard. It was very stressful. And yeah, it made me question whether I still wanted to be with him. I did love him. I was crazy about him, but I don't know. It just made me question everything because it wasn't what I had pictured in my head. So I was having a hard time with that. I was struggling, but luckily we stuck it through the hard time of those first couple years. And as time went on, my love grew for him. But there was also a time that even though my love had grown, it had also changed. So that, in a sense, took me by surprise. And I was like, wait, what's going on? You know, it kind of threw me for a little loop. But um, as the time went, as time went on and I got older and um, I realized that we naturally change as people. We change as we live our lives. It's just natural for us as humans to keep changing and evolving. And it's all based on the experiences that we have throughout our life and the knowledge we gain throughout our life that it it forces us to change even when if we don't realize it we're different people now than we were 10 years ago and my love for him now is different than it was when we were first married 14 almost 14 years ago and um and it i've learned to embrace that and realize that it's okay and when i when i did that then it just kept changing and it kept growing and I really, truly love my husband. We're not perfect. And, um, but I continue to love him and it, it's growing and changing and, and yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still in it. I'm still in it for the win. So, um, as for him, you know, of course he tells me he loves me. Um, he doesn't tell me very much. Like I said, he's not a very, he's not very, a very verbal communicator. He likes to show me and his his form of of showing is to you know work for his family and come home and do his part and be with me. We always like to be together, you know, even if we're mad, we like to be in the same room most of the time we like to be in the same room or sitting at opposite opposite ends of the couch but 
mostly from his part. He likes to be with me all the time, even if we're mad. I, when I'm upset, I, I need my space, you know, and he knows when to back off or I just need to tell him like, okay, I need some alone time right now, you know, get away, get away from me, get out of my face. And he'll understand and he knows, you know, how I am and, and that shows me that he loves me because he's willing to to give me what I need when I need it. So um yeah, so I wanted to clarify that. Um what else? Oh, another thing is that I learned from my first podcast is that I need to eat before I start a podcast because Oh my God, my stomach was, it was making some crazy ass noises. Um, I don't know if you guys picked that up when I, I listened to my podcast before I published it, but after I had published it, I listened to it again in my, with my earbuds in and damn, I was, I must've not eaten for like three days. (laughs) So, um, my husband listened to it. He said he didn't realize it. He didn't notice it, but he was listening to it in the car. But yeah, it's pretty loud. So I apologize. Um, I promise I did eat before I started this second podcast. But if you really want to know, on the first podcast, around 21 minutes and 30 seconds in, my stomach makes crazy noise. And it was when I'm talking about respecting your body and then my stomach's like, you know, <laughs> it's like a little monster in there. Um, and then it does it throughout. But yeah, I am going to eat a snack at least before I podcast. I learned that. Um, I also bought these um, headphone things with the little mouth mouthpiece. Like if I'm working at a call center. So I have that. So I'm hoping the sound quality will be better. Um, I just bought a, not a cheapy one, but not a pricey expensive one. And we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it'll be better and we'll pick up all these extra sounds besides my stomach. Uh, like me flipping through pages or clicking on my computer. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that'll work out better for everyone. Um, let's see. If you guys have any suggestions or recommendations or questions or concerns or if there's something else that, I don't know, that you think that I can do to improve or any information that you just want to share with me, like that you think I should know, please don't hesitate to contact me. My email is all one word. Latina Hot Wife Podcast at gmail.com. So it's L A T I N A H O T W I F E P O D C A S T at gmail.com. So please just let me know if anything. I appreciate comments, concerns, you know, criticisms, anything. Um, I would really like your feedback and um, yeah, I can only improve from here 
and I hope to do so with every podcast. Um, so this first, this uh, not first, the second podcast that I'm doing, I'm going to break it up into a few segments. I already started the first segment of clarifying and, and apologizing for my stomach noises. Um, <clears throat> I want to go into um, next, I want to go into how I felt the first time I heard about the lifestyle from my husband and how I feel about it now and where I want to go. And then I'll add a final segment where I will talk about my first experience with another man. Well, actually, spoiler alert, my first experience, the first time that I fucked another man, it was in front of my husband. But not only was it one guy, it was two guys. Not at the same time, though. But I'll get into that later if you stick around. And um, yeah, I hope you keep listening to this podcast number two. Now I would like to speak about how... I first felt when I heard about the hot wife play or the hot wife lifestyle from my husband. So um, in episode one, I went into how we found out, how I found out, or it came out. And it was by discovering that my husband was watching porn at work. But it was hot wife videos and it upset me and stuff. And then he kind of explained what it was that he was watching and he showed me what he was watching. And um, that's how it came out. Um, and um, obviously, when I first heard about it, I thought my my first initial thought was, oh, he just wants to fuck other women. He is just doing this and giving me permission to fuck other men so that I have no excuse not to let him fuck other women. And that, you know, really upset me. Um, That was my initial thought. And it took a long time for me to realize that that wasn't his goal that wasn't the end game for him not that that there was there is an end game there really isn't yet we don't know where where it's gonna end but anyways that wasn't his goal initially he wanted to see his wife being shared he wanted to share me and you know like I said you know in the first podcast I explained that we started like in the spring when I found out was in the springtime or I think it was early spring of 2015 and we didn't end up playing until the end of that year well all that time it would take a lot of um talking and communicating and con convincing or more like explaining his point of view. And um, 
you know, he would, he likes to do a lot of reading and reading articles. He did his research. He would share articles with me explaining the man, the man's point of view, the husband's point of view in a hot wife dynamic. And um, I did my own research. He would share articles. We would share articles with each other. Um, we would read forums, hot wife forums. And um, he, uh, you know, he would tell me, oh, you know, read, read this guy's response to this question, or this guy explains it really good. You know, he says he's not very, a, he's not a very good communicator. I think he is. I understand him now, but, you know, sometimes it's hard for him to explain something to get the right words. But, um, but yeah, he would send me examples and he's like, this guy explains exactly how I feel. Read it. And I would read it. And then we would talk about it. We would have some dialogue, some back and forth, some questions, some, you know, he had to do a lot of reassuring and a lot of, that type of stuff and sometimes I would be okay with it and then sometimes it would creep up again and then would he would have to reassure me and still you know sometimes I I need to be reminded of his involvement of his goal of you know all this stuff that I I still need reminding um but Initially, that's what I thought. He was just doing this for his own benefit. And he does benefit from it, but he benefits from it differently than what I initially had expected. So, yeah, he's, you know, I don't know. He's just a different, he's a different type of person that it took me a while to kind of grasp because like I said he isn't the jealous type but I am so it was difficult for me to understand that you know but even even as we started playing I would still go back to him and question him and you know I would you know we would get in fights you know sometimes even after I played with somebody because he would say a comment or I would just come back thinking, how could he let me go out on my own and fuck a dude come back? I hope he doesn't expect me to let him go out and fuck another girl, another woman. And because I just, I would go crazy. I'm, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I don't understand it. I don't. And I, I I believe I'm more open-minded now than I was when we first started the lifestyle. And I do want to get into a, a play dynamic where he can be involved as far as with another woman. He has been involved with um, where we've played in a threesome, male, male, female, where obviously I get all the attention, which is really nice. But... Um, you know, I would like to be in the correct headspace 
to be able to see him play with someone else and enjoy himself and have a good time. And I, I want to be confident enough in myself to be able to do that for him and for myself. I'm a bit of a voyeur. I think we both are, but I want to, I would love to see that. It's hot and sexy and it turns me on, but at the same time, it, they're just, I get, I don't know, I get jealous and I get angry and I become hurt and all this stuff starts happening in my head that hasn't even happened in real life. And so then my mind starts going crazy and then we end up fighting and I end up, um, I end up believing, you know, my own negativity and blame him for something that he hasn't even done. We haven't even gone there. And, you know, we've had issues, like I said, even after I played with someone where this would come up and, um, and yeah, I'm just not confident enough in myself. Um, when we first started the lifestyle, when I first started playing with guys, uh, it was, it was hard. It's very hard when it would be hard for me when I would go meet a new guy because I would be self-conscious of how I looked, if they were going to like me, if they were going to be attracted to me, because I wasn't going there to, to date or fall in love or anything like that. So all the emotional stuff, everything else is out the window. All it was is physical. So then I focused on my physical appearance. My mind would just zoom in on that. And I felt like it was, I was under a magnifying glass. So it became an issue for me. I had such a hard time meeting these guys and I would be all stressed and I would snap at my husband and he's like, whoa, if you don't want to go, don't go. He's like, I'm not forcing you to go and do this. And I'll be like, yes, yes, I want to go. But I don't know. I'm just worried and I'm nervous. And, you know, my nerves would get the better of me. Um, but as time went on and I got better at it, obviously. But in the beginning, it was like that. It was crazy. But and then after we would meet and I'd go home to my husband, then it was a whole different story. I was so confident and I felt so sexy and I felt powerful, you know, and I, I was eager to get back to my husband so that he can reclaim me and take me back and you know do all the nasty things he wants to do to me and it was fun and it was sexy and it it just fueled our passion and that's why I continue to do this because that's what I get out of it you know I get this extra, I don't know, this extra push, this oomph. And it's really great. I love it. And I'm a bit of a pervert too. I tell my husband, like, we were made for each other. We're just a couple pervs. And uh, yeah. And 
I am, I'm also a bit slutty and I love it. I love being, uh, a you know, slut wife. And that's what I am. Some people hate that term and I used to hate it, but I have embraced it and it is what it is. And I am what I am. And that's what I am. I'm a big old slutty slut. So it's been a lot of fun and that's why I continue to play. Um, I don't play very much, but I am still, I'm, I still consider myself in the lifestyle. There was a time where we were, we didn't do anything for about a year almost. And, you know, and, but it was fine. You know, I wasn't out, but I was just on a pause and I just focused on my work and family life and all that stuff. But I, I do want to continue. Um, I need to be more open as far as, um, I, I want to be more open as far as venturing out into the lifestyle of, uh, ethical non-monogamy. And I want to go to sex clubs and, and venture out that way. The way I see it is, as far as for my husband and him playing with other women, um, I have to take baby steps in order to get there. So I figured if I can't, because in my head, I picture him kissing and fucking another woman and that drives me crazy. I want to be in an environment where everyone is open and non-judgmental and have all these sexy women and men of course but I want all these sexy women all around and my husband to be there I don't have an issue with him looking at women even when we're out in public I don't I will point out some sexy mamacitas you know I will point it out and show him Kind of like, especially if our kid is with us, I'll walk away with the kid and like, hey, check that out, you know, and let me let me distract this one <laughs> while you, uh, you know, check her out, you know, when you, um, I was going to say something in Spanish. Cuando lo dejo pelar el ojo, para que pele el ojo. That means like to peel his eyes. Take a look. Anyways, um, I'm not a prude like that. You know, I'm not that type of jealous. I'm not that, you know, crazy jealous type. But um, I, I need to, I don't know. I just need, I want us to be in a different place where we haven't been before. And, you know, and, and, and be with people, not just hot, sexy people. Because, what I picture in my mind is that they're all super sexy, hot model type, the men and the women. The men are all buff and muscular and tall. And I know that there are different body types that are in the lifestyle. I know that there are different age ranges, different ethnicities, different backgrounds. 
uh, different sexual orientations, all of that. I know. I mean, still in my head, I still picture supermodels, but I know that. But I need to see it for myself. And I think it'll help me be more confident in my own skin. And I want to talk to them. I love to talk to people and hear their stories and hear their backgrounds. I just, I'm, I'm thirsty for that. I'm thirsty for stories and people. Not necessarily thirsty for sex because I can get sex. I am thirsty to connect to others, to like-minded people, to open-minded people. And that's my next step. That's where I want to go. I have something that might happen in a couple weeks. I'm hoping my husband won't chicken out because he might. So I need to decide if I'm going to go and do this on my own. But I don't want to. I don't want to do anything on my own. I want him to be there with me. So I don't know. That's where I want to go. I also want to play with women. I haven't played with a female before. And I want to so bad. I mean, that's my go-to porn is girl on girl, lesbian. And I also don't. I watch the, you know, the hot ones, the set up porn but I also like the homemade you know more natural people type porn I like that too but I do like the girl on girl anyways yeah I find women sexy and attractive and like I said I check them out too not just my husband and that's fine I'll point them out uh I do want to, I guess I'm considered bi-curious. I, I, I would think I'm bisexual because I've always been attracted to women, like all my life. But I don't know yet because I haven't experienced a woman yet. So I'll stick to the term of bi-curious. I am very curious. And what if I don't like it? I mean, I don't know. I haven't been there. so. But I'm willing to try and I definitely want to. And that's another reason why I want to venture out and be around other people and be in a fun environment. Like we don't go out, you know, we don't have anywhere to go. We'll go to bars. We're not club type anymore. I still go out. I go out with my friends. I've gone out with my sibling, go dancing you know, um, but as far as me and him, we really don't because he's not much of a dancer. So if we go together, I would be done. I wouldn't dance with him. And if we go out with people we know or family members or whatever, it would be odd if I'm dancing with other guys and he's just standing there by himself. You know, it's just weird. So we really don't go out. Um, but I do want to establish a place where we were comfortable enough to go and have a good time. Whether something happens or not, that's fine. 
I just want to go and meet people, have fun, and just get to know people. So that's where I want to go. Um, so yeah, hopefully it'll, we'll keep going with this and find some good times and some good sexy people. I really, really hope I get excited just talking about it. I have a big old smile on my face right now. (laughs) I'm going to change things up a bit make it a little bit sexier and talk about my first uh couple encounters with other men um the first one um well first i'll go back to how i got in contact with them i guess um i did mention in episode one that i used uh the app called whisper where you post a little saying over a picture and it's anonymous and all that stuff. Well, I had heard that it was a a good, a, a big hookup place when originally it wasn't meant for that. But I guess that's what it ended up being. So I posted something and I got a bunch of replies. Um, My, my inbox was like bombarded with messages and it was a bit overwhelming. And it took weeks and weeks and weeks of talking to these guys that uh, I finally had narrowed it down to a few guys, Um, maybe like five from that initial post. I think I posted a couple more times after, but anyways, so that first initial post, I um, narrowed it down to a few guys that I was talking to. Um, one guy, he lived kind of close to us and he worked at a, a warehouse store. I don't know what you call him, a warehouse type store that we would go to. Um, that's guy number one. Guy number two, the, the guy number one, he was, um, younger. I don't know. Maybe like six, seven years younger than me. Uh, Guy number two, he was about 10 years younger than me. And um, yeah, he lived a little further away. Um, He was in the same field that I was in, or at least similar. So we had that in common. Guy number three was actually a swinger and in the lifestyle. And um, he had recently moved from out of state. He had moved to California and um, semi-close to me. Um, He, with him, it was more, more like, uh, more for information. I asked him a lot of questions and Um, it was really nice to have somebody who has that knowledge and experience because, you know, I asked him stuff as far as how do you meet people and how do you start? And I asked him about like birth control and, you know, I don't know if he's 
you know, testing and STDs and, you know, just basic stuff that you don't know that you question, you know. So he was cool. He was very informative and he was, he was a sweet guy. So guy number one, I met him at, after weeks and weeks of communicating and talking and getting to know each other, I met him at a Starbucks and, um, we had coffee. We met for about 30 minutes. It was short because he had to go to work or maybe it was like 45 minutes, maybe closer to an hour actually. But anyways, he had to go to work. So, um, we had to cut it short. So he walked me out to my car. We were both leaving. So he walked me to my car and he asked if he can kiss me. And I said, yes. And he kissed me and it was soft and passionate. Of course, tongue was involved and it was, he was a good kisser. So that was my first interaction with another man. And it was, it was nice. Um, I was, I felt, you know, I felt naughty and I felt sexy and, you know, I, I was smiling from ear to ear when I got home, I was in a bit of a fog and it was, this was like earlier in the day, like midday. And I had to wait until my husband came home later that evening. And when he got home, I could not look him in the eyes. I could not make eye contact with him. I got really shy, really embarrassed. And I felt a bit of shame as well. Because I had done something that I wasn't supposed to do. I'm married. You know, I have my husband and my home and, you know, we have our life together. But I just went and I let another man kiss me and I kissed him back and it's a no-no. So I felt ashamed, you know, it's, it's hard when you first take these steps that in society are frowned upon and are bad, but there are no-nos. You're not supposed to do that. You're married. You're not supposed to be kissing another man. So I think that played into how I reacted but I felt ashamed and I was embarrassed and he kept assuring me that he was okay. He wasn't mad. He's not upset. And he kept asking me if I was okay and I was okay, but I just, and I was like laughing. I had like the nervous laugh, but yeah, I, I just felt so embarrassed and Obviously, I, I did eventually see him eye to eye and he kissed me very passionately and 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 embraced me and it made me feel good and made me realize that it was OK. And, you know, later that night, we had great, great, passionate sex. And I told him everything that happened and what we said and all that stuff. I went through the details and how the kiss was and how he pressed his body against mine. And I felt him get a little boner and, you know, and I don't mean little. I just meant like I didn't feel the whole thing because we didn't press that hard. <laughs> but it definitely had a hard on and it was sexy, you know, it made me feel good. That was my first encounter with another man. My second encounter, 
um the guy number three this the swinger guy i actually met him and it was a brief meeting it was like that one was like 20 minutes we met like at a parking lot at a gas station because he was like in the neighborhood and he wanted we wanted to meet face to face and i met him and we kissed we made out a little bit in the car it wasn't like a make out session or anything but we kissed a little more and uh, we sent some pictures to my husband and he didn't mind having his face in the pictures and I I didn't realize it back then but now I do now that I'm more familiar with the lifestyle and different types of play um, but he's a dominant he was for sure dominant um, he was kind of aggressive and which I didn't mind, but I just didn't expect it because I wasn't used to that. And he, we sent pictures and he was like standing behind me kind of with his face, like on my neck. He was standing be behind me. Yeah. With his face, like nuzzled in my hair. And then and then I took a picture, like a selfie picture, and I sent it to my husband. And then he's all like, oh, get take another one. And then he, like, put his hands around my neck and grabbed my neck. And he took a picture like that while he's, uh, again, still behind me with his, like, face buried in my, my neck and my hair. And he had his neck, his hand around my neck. And, but he was really cool. And I really liked his personality and stuff. But that was a little... It took me by surprise because I didn't, I, I, you know, I didn't feel threatened or anything. I just didn't expect it. Um, and yeah, I sent those pictures and stuff to my husband. And of course we have sex again and then, you know, it's a turn on. But then finally, finally, we set up with guy number two. Uh, we set up a date and then. I was we were gonna fuck the first time we met uh which was a little odd I talked to him the most most of everyone I messaged with him we had a lot in common our humors you know it was very similar we meshed well um and he was very open and I really liked him um but uh we set up uh, my husband and I we had gotten a hotel we were gonna spend a weekend away and we you know took advantage of the opportunity and invited him to join us and he was like yeah yeah I'm all for it you know he had never played in front of uh, a husband you know my husband was just gonna watch but he said he was okay with it and we're like no pressure if you want to leave at any time you can if you need to stop you can you know we left it open you know, anyone, and I told him, made it clear that any one of us, the three of us can always stop, whether it's him, myself, or my husband, we can, we have the right to just stop and say no, or take a breather or whatever. And it was fine. Like everything he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was down. He's like, it's a little intimidating. I'm a little nervous, but I'm down to try anything. So he went to the hotel. I wanted to meet him first because I had never 
seen him face to face besides pictures. So I met him in the lobby and I can tell he was nervous. I could tell he was nervous, but, um, he got, um, I don't remember. I think we sat at a table and then we sat down he said our hellos, sat down and then he was like, oh, I need a drink. And then he went to the bar. He got himself a drink. He came back and sat down. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll get myself a drink. <laughs> so he's like, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? So I had to get up, go to the bar, get myself a drink. And they, you know, that didn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm an old school type of woman. I have no idea, but that rubbed me the wrong way. One, he didn't offer to get me a drink. And he just, I don't know. It was, it was rude. It was really rude. If I, if he, okay, let's say he didn't get up to get a drink, but I wanted, I did want a drink and he's not making a move. He's not getting a drink at all. I would have said, I'm going to go get a drink. Would you like something? It's just courtesy, common courtesy, you know, and not just because he's a guy, he should buy me a drink. Yes, I do believe that. But had he not gotten a drink at all, I would have you know what? I need a drink. Do you want one too? I can get you one. You know, it would have been fine. I would have done that to anyone, whether you're a man or a woman, whether we're going to fuck, whether we're friends, whether we're coworkers, whether you're my family member, whatever. I'm going to go get a drink. Would you like something? It's common courtesy. So whatever. That's just, uh, that's a lesson for you men out there. <laughs> you should always offer a lady a drink. You know, if she says no, then that's fine. If she says yes, but I want to pay for it, then that's fine. If she just says yes and you pay for it, then that's fine too. Whatever. The point is to ask. Anyways, here's my little rant. So we talked for a little bit. He was a little bit nervous, whatever, whatever. We finally went up to the room. I was wearing a very sexy dress and probably sexy underwear. I don't remember, but I know I was wearing a sexy dress and heels. I always wear heels. I'm very good. Well, I was very good in heels. But um, yeah, we went up there and um, he met my husband and then we started talking. And then they started talking like, like they're buds. I mean, they're, you know, they're not enemies or anything, but like if they've known each other for a while, and I was like, okay, this is good. We had drinks up there. We offered him another drink and he took another drink and I had another drink. My husband had a drink. And um, and then he's all like, oh, like right when we like it was it gets that awkward stage where like, OK, like who is going to do the first move? Out? And I knew I had to do it. It was going to have to be me because I can tell he was nervous and my husband's not going to participate. So it's not like he's going to make a move. I mean, he can make a suggestion, but. It's our first time. He wasn't going to do it either. So I knew it had to be me. So then he, the guy, guy number two, he was like, oh, well, now I feel like we're friends. I kind of feel weird that I'm going to have sex with your wife, you know? And we were like, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, oh, shit, this guy's getting weird. 
but we like laughed it off and my husband's like no 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 go ahead you know this is why we're here you know please enjoy her you know <laughs> he said his little awkward thing he's so cute my husband anyways and then there and then he I started kissing him and then he suggested a massage that he's a real good masseuse and he brought oil with him which was nice um when I was like taking off my dress or whatever my husband said that he saw him take something like he popped a pill in his mouth quick very discreetly and then he took a sip so we don't know what it was maybe it's some kind of stamina enhancer or I don't know what what it I don't know stir I don't know what it could have been you know the, the Viagra something um he he took something he never said anything and he was a little he got a little weird and he was giving me a massage and and then I just had to kind of like okay that's enough let's I had to kiss him and you know now let's do this now let me you know I'm gonna go down on you and give you a blowjob and he's like okay and he's like sitting at the bed at the end of the bed my husband's on the chair like across the room and I don't know he kind of like angled his body in a way so that my husband couldn't really see and we ended up on the opposite side of the bed, like the opposite end of the bed of, of where my husband was sitting. And I don't know. It was just really weird. It, the way he angled himself, the way it, like if we had, to, if we were like adjusting or changing a position or whatever, he would kind of cover himself. And honestly I don't even remember the positions we were in this was so long ago but I think he fucked me missionary and then I came and then as soon as I came he like got off he put on a condom just to be clear we always use condoms so he had a condom on but and then he was like okay I'm done and I was like no I want you to come you know I'm not done He's like, no, no, it's okay. I don't need to. I was like, no, no, no. How, what? You can't leave unless you come or whatever. And then I think we ended up doing it doggy style. And then he finished that way. But it was like pulling teeth. Like he, as soon as I came, he's like, all right, I'm leaving. I don't know. And I should have just let him go. That was a lesson for me. I think he was just wanted to get out of there do his job and get out and I should have let him I should have let him go I shouldn't have insisted but um because I don't know I didn't obviously I don't know where his headspace was I don't know what he was thinking and you know I would have I regret if I made him feel uncomfortable I this that's not what I my intention or what I wanted to do but, um, yeah, soon after that, he left. I don't even think he was there. For, like, I don't even think he was there for an hour. It was really short. And then after he left, um, 
that was my the my first sexual encounter with another man. My husband was there to witness, which I love. I'm so glad that he was there. And he, you know, he told, you know, and then we did our thing. And it was really hot and it was really aggressive. And he was telling me that I was a dirty wife. How you're such a dirty, you know, wife that you let another man fuck you, another man that's not your husband. And he's like being aggressive with me and telling me all this dirty stuff that I loved and telling me that I'm a slutty wife and that I just opened my holes to another man and look how dirty you are. And he took me to the bathroom and he put me in the shower and he watched me everywhere telling me that I was such a dirty, dirty girl, <laughs> such a dirty woman. And he was washing my every, every part of my body, my tits, my ass, my pussy. He was just soaping me up, washing me. And he was saying, you know, and it was so hot and it was so erotic. I loved it. It was great. And we had such passionate, aggressive, carnal sex. It was so good. Oh my God. It was great. And we finished maybe like an hour and a half later, we were done. And that was it. We had finished and we were, we, we, then we, you know, we calmed down. We, cool down a little and we started talking about experiences the experience we had just had my conversation what had happened in the lobby downstairs and what he saw him do he saw him pop the pill I didn't see that he was the one that saw it and how it was weird he's like I couldn't see anything he kept turning his body and you know and I was like yeah you know we were like comparing notes and talking about it and then I was like, you know, I'm kind of left unsatisfied by that encounter. He's like, yeah, me too. He's like, well, it was, I mean, it was hot. You know, obviously we had a great fuck session, but we were left wanting more. And so I was like, you know what? Let me call. Let me message guy number three, the swinger. Let me message him and see if he's available and willing to help us out. And I messaged him and about an hour later, he was there in our room and he was like, okay, by then it was pretty late. It was like, maybe by the time he got there, it was like one in the morning and he kind of like snuck out of his house, I guess you could say, because you know, his, his family was asleep. And so he had to be back as soon as possible. I don't think he even told his wife. But which is weird because they're swingers. But anyways, um, so yeah, he went and he was like, "All right," because I explained to him this happened and we had sex, but it wasn't very good. And da 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 da, could you come and help us out? And he's like, "Yeah," and so he came and. We had very little small talk. He came, he got his condoms out. He's like, all right. And then he's all okay. And then he initiated it. He started kissing me and 
I don't know what I had on. I probably had like lingerie on or something. And, you know, he started undressing me and all this stuff. He was all over me on my tits, kissing me, licking me, sucking on my tits. And he was very like, okay, like, I don't know. He just like took charge and he like went down on me. And then I went down on him. I sucked his dick and he's sitting at the edge like wide open at the edge of the bed facing my husband while my husband's on the chair. He didn't even care. He was a big guy too. He was tall. He was a little husky. I like him, you know, kind of big, husky, strong. Um, And he was just going at it. And then he's like, all right, now I'm going to, now I'm going to do you like this in this position now. Okay. Then we do it for a while and then he, okay, flip over and I'll turn around. I'm going to do you doggy style. Then he'd do that and he'd be like, and he'd angle it so that my husband can see. And my husband got up and would walk around and, you know, get like different angles. And I don't know. It was just, it was great. He took charge and he, and he's like, all right, now I'm going to do this. Now I'm going to do that. He's like, okay. And then I think he, he made, he made me come. I've got how. I don't know if I was on top or what. No, maybe he was on top and he was playing with my clay, I think. Anyways. And then when he's ready to come, he just like jerked off and he's like, okay, where do you want me to come? I'm like, well, come on my tits. You know, I'm laying on the bed with my head hanging over the edge of the bed and he's standing over me. And so... Like I have a view of his balls like right there, right above my head. And then he's just jerking off. And then he jerks off with two hands. I was like, God damn, I've never seen that, you know, (laughs) not that, you know, my husband is small or anything, but it's just natural just to use one hand. I don't know. It just feels weird using two. Anyways, I mean, I would think it would feel weird. I don't know what it feels like, but, um, yeah, and he did it with two hands and he came all over me and then he went to the restroom, cleaned up, freshened up, came back out, said his goodbyes and he left. So there was, it was a lot better. It was a lot more satisfying, but it was quick. It was quick, like quick, this position quick, that position quick, you know, and I think he was there for maybe an hour and then that was it. He left and yeah, that was so that's how it happened. There was two guys in one night, my very, very first time. So it was a very good start. Um, it was fun. Uh, learned a lot. Um, later on, I I will get into picking single, single guys versus married guys. Um, there is debate. And among swingers, there is a lot of uh, we don't play with single guys. Or if it's a hot wife, some people, like in the hot wife dynamic, some, excuse me, some people don't play with married men at all. They only want single guys. But my husband and I have a different I don't know we're back and forth with that so um, that's a topic that I want to get into and I'll get into that 
probably next week. And um, yeah, I'll cover uh, what we think about what, which way we went. If, you know, if we pick playing with single guys or playing with married men, because that's definitely an option. And um, I guess that's it. That's all I wanted to share for episode number two. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I tried to make it a little quicker than the first episode. Um, yeah. So please, if anyone has any suggestions or recommendations, like I've said, please let me know. And, um, that's, that's it. That's it for episode two. And I hope you all join me for episode three. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Latina Hot Wife Adventures, an ethical non-monogamy podcast. You can notify me by email at latinahotwifepodcast at gmail.com. That's all one word, latinahotwifepodcast at gmail.com. Or you can also find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is Latina underscore hotwife. That's L-A-T-I-N-A underscore H-O-T-W-I-F-E. So please let me know how I can improve this podcast to better help the listeners. Also, if you can refer your friends or anyone that you think would benefit from listening to all of my mistakes and errors, please send them my way. I would greatly appreciate it. And I guess I'll keep documenting my hot wife adventures. Until next time, take care.